Well, hello, nerds. This is still slightly too high. I got to turn it down just a little bit. There we go. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Sorry. That took a little bit longer than anticipated to get going. But here we are. It's only five minutes after eight. Excited and still optimistic with the James. We're, we are totally going to dive into that for sure. Uh, uh, sorry, I still have. I'm I'm still playing with with setup stuff on this new setup. So, pardon me while I rearrange this camera. So, <clears throat> before we get into this, <clears throat> um. We have just a couple of weeks before, well, it's going to probably be about a month before we are back to up and running regular schedule, which means streams go back to Friday and uh, Wednesdays become regular show. But then also we are going to have the new show showing up, probably get posted Thursday or Saturday still debating where that's going but it's going to be the um that just happened show where we talk about the things that released this week and or whatever we interacted with this week so uh not really anyone's fault when snyder completely ruined the character of superman written to where he wasn't hopeful uh it was snyder's fault <laughs> i don't think it was uh i don't think it was Henry Cavill's fault by any means, but it was definitely Zack Snyder's fault because that was so broken. We've covered that ad nauseum on the channel, though, about how broken that decision was to whatever he did with Superman and Pa Kent and just all of the horrible, horrible choices. So uh, as far as housekeeping, I think that is roughly it. May or may not skip the 28th, uh, which is the Wednesday after Christmas. Uh, I do have... I do have incentive to get it going just because it'll light a fire under the, the rest of the happenings that day, but I will keep you uh, posted, so stay tuned to the channel because in the community tab we will be doing that. So, all of that being said, I'm making sure we got everything open. We got tweets. Let's do this. He was, a, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, all right. So we're we're gonna just jump right into this because it is what needs to happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Henry Cavill posted this earlier. Get back to my window. He posted this earlier to his, I believe, it was to his Instagram. And I will read it, and here we go. So first, I have just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman after being told by the studio to announce my return back in October. Prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them all. Uh, I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest fortunes. For those who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember Superman is still around. Everything he stands for still exists, and the example, the examples he sets for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but that Superman, but what Superman, sorry, 
stands for uh, Never Will. It's been a fun ride and uh, with you all onwards and upwards. So, well, that's the Halo stuff we'll get to in a minute. <clears throat> so, yeah, we have just everyone going crazy right now because of this. So, there was, uh, yeah, <laughs> speaking of spitting image of Superman, I keep getting text messages from my dad. <laughs> uh questioning the the decision to fire Cavill uh, at all because uh, my dad is uh, a little bit older, but he, he has the exact same take on it, that Henry Cavill is the image of Superman. Henry Cavill is the guy. So uh, I, I've got to remember where I saw... It might be also in, in a tweet... There was somewhere that said... It might be actually James Gunn's Twitter, so let's go there. James Gunn's Twitter! There we go. Um, He said that something was said that even though Cavill will not be returning as Superman, there is still... uh, a place for him in the DCU moving forward. Uh, and it might be it might be discussing film actually. Let's go there. I can spell. <laughs> Avatar, Golden Globes, nobody cares. New arrivals. Why? Why is this news? I the, the, we don't we haven't been we haven't touched on this for a minute. But I hate the fact that all of this nonsense is considered news anymore. There should be a different tab for things that happened that aren't news. Um. Yeah, I can't find it. Whatever there, there it has been said that uh, even though Cavill is gone, there is still a place for him in the uh, in the DCU going forward. James Gunn's Superman film will focus on young Clark Kent in his early days uh, as a reporter in Metropolis. From what uh, Golden Age '40s cartoons vibes? Yes, absolutely. So we're that's that's where we're going right now. Actually, is into how? Oh, don't do that. Sorry, I'm opening too many windows. Go away. <clears throat> so let's jump right into. Was it this one? Methinks. Oh, and there's comic book news that I missed, too. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, report claims Gunn and Saffron are exploring uh, bringing in Matt Reeves' Batman. According to Cosmic Book. <clears throat> oh, no. We're, we're talking Superman still. Let's let's get over... Was it Variety? I'm sorry. I, I tried to get more... Into uh, uh, more a little bit more pre-run done. There we go. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. All right. So, 
in Variety talking about James Gunn's new Superman, since that's where we are right now. Uh, things are heating up in Metropolis as DC Studios co-head James Gunn has announced he is writing a new feature film about Superman. In step with the new project, Gunn also revealed that Henry Cavill will not return as the hero. Quote, Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which... We couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. Uh, Unquote. Uh, And then he goes on to say, among those on the slate is Superman in the initial stages. Our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry. There we go. That's what I was looking for. And our big fans. And we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. Sources close to DC told Variety that Gunn, his co-president Peter Safran, and Cavill met recently and are all energized to find something in the comic book universe for Cavill to tackle. So this is one that I want speculation, man. Give me all of your thoughts on where uh, where Cavill can now fit in the DC canon, in the new DC uh, uh, universe canon. So, uh, as to your 40s cartoon vibes, I think that's where Gunn is coming from. I think his idea of... Man, I used to watch... I had all those on VHS, by the way. Um, and I remember watching the crap out of them. But uh, And then that's part of the reason why I loved the Batman the Animated Series so much, is because it was kind of reminiscent art. Anyway, sorry. Birdwalking. Um... I think that's where that's where that's where James Gunn is coming from because that is the iconic uh, uh, point of reference for the entire community, I guess. So, and that's kind of what spun out the modern uh, comic books, and that's also kind of what we got from the eighties, uh, seventies, uh, and eighties Superman movies, the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. Or at least one and two. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think definitely uh, Golden Age cartoon, uh, 40s cartoon vibes uh, is 100% what the impetus for this is. That's where they want to build this new um, universe from. So, does this go on? Gun has been hard to work on Superman for some time. Blah, 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 blah. This is all stuff we've already talked about. Attest that uh, I can attest that all of Peter and my interactions with you were only pleasant and professional. Oh, to Patty Jenkins. Oh. Um, on Tuesday, Jenkins tweeted a lengthy statement saying she was open to considering as, uh, anything asked of me in regards to a potential third project, which was scrapped. Shortly thereafter, Gunn responded with support, saying to Jenkins, yeah. So he did <clears throat> also shoot down whatever might have been out there that he was not pleasant to Patty Jenkins about the situation. So continuing on the, the James Gunn, Peter Saffron roller coaster, we now have uh, Gunn killing rumors apparently about incorporating Matt Reeves, Batman universe into the main DCU. So this article, we are now on cosmic book. Uh, 
We told the so-called DC scoopers to be careful, and now the latest is that the co-head of the DCU, James Gunn, has shot down claims that he and Peter Safflon were exploring the possibility of bringing in Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson Batman to the greater DCU. In Variety's report, Robert Pattinson's Batman on deck, uh, Aquaman 2's $205 million budget, the tricky road ahead for DC, cite claims that a well-placed source says Gunn and Safron are exploring the possibility of incorporating filmmaker... Excuse me, Matt Reeves' iteration of Batman with actor Robert Pattinson into their wider universe. I don't know. I don't know why they have explicitly said Matt Reeves himself has explicitly. I mean, granted, James Gunn taking over kind of changes things. Hence why uh, we were reading too much into his vocabulary choices a couple of weeks ago. Um According to James Gunn, that's not true. There are a few reporters I love more than Adam uh, Bavari. Bavari, whatever. <clears throat> Truly a good guy, but in this case, he needs to get a new source as this is entirely untrue, says James Gunn. Uh, Justice League undergo a reboot. Actually, the entire DC Universe is undergoing a reboot. So, let's talk about... Because uh, that uh, there, Mr. Derpy... Give me the costume design for this new DCU in the intro of the 40s cartoon and live action and start the film, please. <laughs> Fair enough, man. That's Superman every man. Everyone wants, though, his looks like a... This looks like a job for Superman. It's Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the, the question then becomes... <clears throat> excuse me. Um... Where are they going? Are they are they building like The Rock suggested? Are they building everything from the the point of Superman? They have to establish their their one of the two largest names in the entire uh, uh, umbrella of DC, uh, being Superman. Are they going to solely focus on Superman for a couple of years and build the universe from there, or? Do we see them do a Superman movie and then immediately announce the casting of Batman and build out immediately? I think, uh, I honestly think that there's a lot going on here. We still have Aquaman 2 coming out. We still have The Flash coming out. Are those dead in the water? Are they effectively just going to be uh, placeholders while James Gunn and Peter Safran put everything into play? Or, I mean, are they going to use those to pivot as was reportedly the original plan? There's a lot, there's a lot here to kind of uncover and think about and, 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 uh, see where we're going from here, so to speak. Um, yeah. All right. So we already know they're going to reboot pretty much everything. Are they, are they going to have two Batmans, Batman, Bat people? <laughs> Is there going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, Robert Pattinson and new Batman, or are they just going to leave Batman out of the main DCU until Matt Reeves is done with his universe? Because it's not going to go forever. We're going to get a, a handful of series on uh, uh, HBO Max, and then we're also going to get a small handful of movies out of it as well, and then that's going to be it. So are they going to wait till that dies down before they incorporate Batman into the larger... De like I said, lots of questions going on here. So, 
Uh, that was uh, one of the big ones. The other breaking piece before we continue on with Cosmic Book. The other breaking piece of news that we are getting into is a gaming piece of news. And uh, 343 Industries earlier today did a stream with uh, Season 3 reveals. And it looks pretty awesome. Not going to lie. I'm super stoked about this. So let's get to... I want to see those skins, man. The armor cores. Where are they? Here we go. Nope, that's not it. That's the first one. So this right here, for those of you just listening in post, I apologize, but we have pictures to evaluate. Uh, this is the Chimera armor core. This is the most original Halo armor core that we have seen uh, for Halo Infinite, and I'm kind of excited about it. It, I don't believe, because of the nature of the live stream, because of the way they revealed it, it does not appear that the Chimera is going to be the first in Season 3. Um, the first core, because they didn't even talk about this. They could just kind of glossed over it while they were getting to the other armor core. The other armor core is the Mirage armor core. We'll go to the classic halo green it looks pretty cool i dig it it looks a slightly awkward like the arms kind of look strangely long and the chest looks weirdly narrow but overall i dig it i like this much better than the mark 7 armor core so i'm i'm actually pretty pretty hype on that uh not canon it's full reboot yeah that's that's what it looks like yeah totally looks like the uh the 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 flash is now dead in the water and aquaman looks like they're taking momoa yeah right <laughs> it looks like they're taking momoa and keeping him as lobo all signs point to lobo at this point uh the momoa basically came out and said that himself and then james gunn keeps talking lobo without talking lobo so at the very least lobo's coming and jason momoa wants to be that that role and he said that he just got the role of a lifetime if that wasn't aquaman it's gotta be lobo so it's gotta be a hard reboot i don't think i don't think they're using flash as a pivot point anymore dcu is universe looks like it's going to be similar to the mcu i don't know if i would say that they're going to be similar uh it feels like they're going forward as similar in that there is an overarching story that contains everything yes but it sounds like james gunn is going to one up feige in that the TV shows are going to incorporate much better because even now, even at this point, now that Feige is overall on top of Disney Plus, uh, all the streaming series, that still has not affected anything that's going on in the movies. The movies are still, by and large, separate from the uh, the series. There, it's gone the other way at this point, finally, where the movies have influenced the series. Pardon me. So, like, we have uh, Mark Ruffalo Hulk in She-Hulk. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. Um, but we haven't seen it go the opposite direction yet. Granted, they just started rolling out stuff that could theoretically go that direction. So, it, we it, there still seems to be time. But... 
Feige could have been doing that incorporation from Jump Street. He just didn't want to work with, and I'm, I'm going to forget the producer's name that was in charge of all of the Marvel, uh, Marvel TV series. Uh, that was on broadcast, and then he definitely didn't want anything to do with the Netflix series. Even though the Netflix series were arguably more widely loved than a lot of the MCU stuff. So it just, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so James, sorry, I lost my train of thought. James Gunn is, it looks like he's going to one-up Feige in that. And he just said in a tweet, let's see if I can pull up the tweet. He just said in a tweet, uh, he he expanded on the, uh, the scope of what his DC studios is going to be in charge of. Because before it was just uh, TV, animation, and movies. And in a tweet recently, he said... Also, it incorporates video games, which kind of factors into some of the Mortal Kombat stuff I wanted to talk about in stream today as well, because uh, NetherRealm has been holding their breath, seeing if they can do an Injustice game again going forward. So that's why Mortal Kombat 12 is going to be the next game, because they didn't know if they had the ability to do an Injustice game. And so now with James Gunn uh, saying that they're going to be also in charge of gaming it's going to take forever to find this tweet because I think it was a few days ago also kind of uh, interesting that he's talking about the premiere of the first Superman movie Um, Guardians 3 we know. All right. So here it is. We know we're not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of the story and in the service of the DC characters. We know you cherish and have cherished your whole lives. Um, as for the answers about the future of the DCU, I will sadly have to ask you to wait. We are giving these characters and stories time and attention they deserve. Uh, that's not the, sh- the thread, apparently. But yeah, somewhere in his Twitter, he said that they are they are also going to be in charge of the gaming uh, developments as well. So that changes how the future goes as far as uh, what NetherRealm is going to be able to do and what, honestly, what, what games we see going forward at all. I, I'm assuming all contracts at this point are null and void because of the creation of this new studio. Um, I was actually thinking about that after the last stream was, I mean, we do have a new studio in charge of it. So because it's a technically a new company, does that mean uh, whatever contracts existed previously don't exist anymore because it's a new company? That's how I'm sure he got around the uh, Henry Cavill stuff. Um, Derpy says, just give me a Justice League similar to the cartoons from 2000s. All I ask, no Super Friends for the love of God. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see Super Friends in our future at all. Unless, unless at the very most, there could be a series that uh, they do with some uh, uh, C tier characters. But I don't think it's going to be a major factor in the DCU. Though, like we said previously, when you didn't want the uh, uh, Legion of Doom, 
that uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be a Legion of Doom. It's they're already establishing it in the an- they are, they were working towards it rather in the animated stuff uh, as far as Harley Quinn and such. But that's that's just an inherent part of the DNA of the DC Comics anymore. Legion of Doom is going to happen. Super Friends, no, not so much. All right, sorry, we bird walked back into that. Let's let's get over again. Woohoo. All right, so this is the Mirage 2C armor core just revealed earlier today by 343 Studios for season 3 of Halo Infinite and I'm totally down for it. This is going to be the first armor core. Judging by the way in which it was revealed, this will be what you get for the first event of season 3 and then the Chimera will be what you get for the second event of season three, the second unique event, I guess, for season three, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I'm yeah, and they fixed some armor core coatings. Uh, we have cross core stuff seemingly being revealed because if we go here, uh, the Mirage 2C armor coating that they revealed. If you look down here to the right, I don't know if my mouse is showing up in stream or not. I can't remember if I have that set. But this uh, second from the right armor coating is the uh, the coating for the Rakshasa armor core. So it would appear that maybe they're working even harder on the cross core, at least for armor coatings, because it's 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 just stupid that that wasn't already a thing. Um, so that was the other breaking piece of news that happened today. We got uh, a little bit more of a tour of the new big team battle map. Um midship inspired map starboard oh that's pretty cool it has nothing to do with the stream from today this is the new gun that leaked out like five six months ago new i say it's the uh 392 bandit it is the uh oh what was it in halo 4 whatever it was the bit dmr there we go it's the dmr from halo 4 is the way it plays so that's pretty awesome um and then do we see that's the map. That's Oasis. That's the big team battle map. The shroud? Is this the shroud? No. Shroud screen is also a, a piece of uh, equipment that leaked about six. Actually, I think that one was almost a year ago at this point. Um, and it's not anywhere here in my feed, but that we, I mean, we've all seen the footage at this point, so that's pretty awesome. So that was the other piece of breaking news. Let's move back to the regularly scheduled news, shall we? Yes, that, that's, that is current canon. Um, get, coming back to the DC side of things, uh, that uh, the 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 Watchtower is current canon in comic books, so I'm sure it, it, Watchtower is also in the Injustice storyline as well. So I'm I'm I can say with pretty high confidence that we will see the Watchtower in um, the the DC the new DCU. Uh, I, yeah, Injustice is 
I'm a, I'm a fan. It's a it's a it's an extension of Mortal Kombat, so I it does matter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, the the Watchtower will be a thing moving forward, absolutely. So back to the news. Greg Capullo jumps ship to Marvel Comics. Greg Capullo is one of my favorite authors over on the DC side of things, and he's moving apparently. Our uh, artist, not author. I apologize. I really love Capullo's work. He's fantastic. Big news in the comic book world as Greg Capullo, known for doing the art on Scott Snyder's Batman comic in DC, is jumping ship to Marvel. The news comes from Mark Millar, the creator behind the likes of Kick-Ass, <clears throat> excuse me, who interviewed Capullo on his YouTube channel and wrote about it in the email newsletter. Quote, my friend Greg Capullo announced at the weekend... He was leaving DC for Marvel, and this is huge news. I was lucky enough to be the first person he talked to about it, uh, about this on my YouTube channel yesterday, and you can all get the details here, said Millar, as I'm sure he included a link. The details include Greg Capullo will first start with Marvel drawing covers, as Capullo is still busy with his creator-owned project, Creech, uh, which is apparently seen below. See, just look at this art, man. He's just great. I really dig Capullo. Like a whole freaking lot. All right. Let's close that. Let's go back. All right. Details include that. Yeah, we already read that. <clears throat> Quote, Marvel's been approaching me forever. When Joe Quesada was editor-in-chief, he would send me an open contract. For like 10 years, he sent me an open contract. I've always known I wanted to do more Marvel stuff, explained Capullo. Here's the thing. I've been at DC a very long time and, and had a great time, and now I'm working on the Creech, Creech 3. I run into C.B. Sabolsky a lot, and so I said, you know, just to get started, we'll do a project, but I'll do some covers. So that announcement is first and foremost. Capullo continued. It's just going to be doing some covers because Creech has to be my priority. It's 110 pages. I, I got to get through with that. And CB and I have discussed a particular project because here's where I'm at. I'm 60 now. I don't want to do runs anymore. I told everyone, DC, Marvel, whoever, three to six issue run and that's it. I can't keep getting locked in because I want to do a few things before I hang up my pencil. Interesting. I didn't realize he was that old, honestly. We'll work on Marvel after. So uh, my intention is to do some covers while I'm working on the Creech. Do a project with Marvel, and then what happens after that, I'm not sure. Oh, so it's not a long contract, it would seem. Talk with Scott Snyder about original idea. I have. We'll probably do something like that at some point. I want to balance. I want to do creator-owned, but stick with doing cool superhero projects. That's awesome. I'm very interested what his first actual uh, Marvel project will be will it be x-men probably i feel like that seems uh, fairly likely uh capullo added let me put it this way the comic book heroes at marvel and dc are what made me want to do this i still it still gives me joy if i got to draw the hulk or fantastic four you know what i mean and i i was it was a, a blast doing batman sorry uh, dyslexia maybe why would I deprive myself of that pleasure? Life is short, and that's the stuff that made my heart pound when I was a little kid. And so I think I could do both, right? <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Spawn and Batman. So awesome. 
Um, season three, Gotham Knights premiere announced on the CW. So the the this continues the James Gunn conversation. Uh, first of all, I thought Gotham Knights was already killed. Like we got that. I guess that was a rumor though, so maybe not. Uh, CW has announced the premiere dates for Superman Lois season three and the new Gotham Knights series. So does this also die after these series? Do we not get a renewal because James Gunn doesn't want to continue with subpar? I mean, the Gotham Knights one is going to I'll be surprised if they make it to the end of the first season because it just looks like garbage. But Superman and Lois is doing well. It's it's doing all right with fans and it's doing fairly well with normies so like do they bring that back and have it live in its own little pocket universe as well i feel like that is an option but it sounds like uh gun just really wants to lean into this original stuff Batman off of Adam West to a degree, but the tone and writing would be similar to animated series. Uh, I I think you're going to see a lot more uh, leaning into animated series and the successful Arkham games with Batman. Um, though the Batman movies that have done well, specifically the... Uh, uh, Christian Bale, goodness. <laughs> Specifically, Christian Bale and Robert Pattinson Batman um, were kind of their own thing. And the thing that they, they have in common the most is the darker tone. So, And we also know that James Gunn has a bit of a sense of humor. So you might not be off. I was going to say, I don't know how much Adam West will see in um, James Gunn's Batman. But you might not be far off base with that because... I mean, Peacemaker is a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's probably not entirely unheard of for that to be a possibility. Though I would I would venture that they're going to lean a little harder into the animated series as far as tone and then the Arkham games as well because that's effectively an extension of the animated series. So, uh, yeah. So, but where do we stand with the CW shows? Are they are they also going to just this will be the last season or the only season in the case of Gotham Knights? Uh, let's let, let's kind of uh, sit on that one for a second. Let's move along. God of War live action series announced. This one is confirmation of rumor. We've we ha got this rumor about three months ago. Uh, so that's pretty awesome that it's now confirmed. God of War live action series is a go at Amazon Prime following talks that began back in March. So even further back, I guess. I thought it was only three months ago, but that was like eight months ago, wasn't it? Details include the series will premiere on Prime Video in more than 240 countries and territories worldwide, co-produced by Sony Pictures Television and Amazon Studios in association with PlayStation Productions. Rafi Judkins, uh, Wheel of Time, Uncharted, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right, fairly solid track record. Uh, haven't seen Uncharted, honestly, but... Oh, no, I did watch Uncharted. Kind of unremarkable. But not terrible, so there you go. I also never played the game, so I have no point of reference for it. Um, is serving as showrunner Mark Fergus and Hawk Ostby, Ostby, Iron Man, Children of Men, and The Expanse on board as writers. Oh, cool. 
Children of Men is a fantastic show, or a fantastic movie, and The Expanse is a really good show, so that's really cool. I'm digging that. Uh, quote, God of War is a compelling character-driven franchise that we believe will captivate our global customers as much with its expansive and immersive worlds as its rich storytelling. Yeah, I mean, you've got, what, six games now to pull from, and uh, uh, probably a whole bunch more lore that they're that they're working from, too, so... Uh, said Vernon Sanders, head of global television at Amazon Studios. We are honored to share the adventure of exploring God of War mythology in such a momentous way with Sony Pictures Television. So the fact that Sony Pictures Television and PlayStation Productions are involved tends to make me want to believe that it will not pull a um, rings of power and just totally subvert all of the things that the people who are actually watching it want to happen. And, and yeah. So proud and excited. God of War. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So that's, I think we have exhausted what we can get from... Oh, or not. Let's touch on... We got one more Patty Jenkins bit. So following it learned that Wonder Woman 3 is dead, director Patty Jenkins has set the record straight regarding Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie at Disney and Lucasfilm. In a message posted to Twitter, Patty Jenkins touches upon the status of Star Wars Rogue Squadron prior to explaining what happened with Wonder Woman 3. Quote, here are the facts. I originally left Rogue Squadron after a long and productive development process when it became clear it wouldn't happen soon enough. And I didn't want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further, said Jenkins. When I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to Rogue Squadron after Wonder Woman 3, which is which I was honored to do so. Which I honored to do, so I agreed. Sorry, comma. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I am still on it. <clears throat> and that project has been in active development ever since. I don't know if it will happen or not. We never do until the development process development process is complete. But I look forward to it and its and its potential ahead. Um comments on Star Wars. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, okay. Repetitious nonsense. Let's continue on. Time is it? It is a quarter till, so we're moving over to music stuff. Um, wasn't there? Oh, we talked about the Mortal Kombat stuff. Kind of. I'll. I'll. I think I'm gonna do a Kamidogu piece on the Mortal Kombat stuff. That's a little more in depth because now we have some like actual hard evidence of what's coming next and when. So let's take a look at Metal Injection and get into some music news. Yeah, I, th I yeah, agreed. I think that would be really cool, uh, the Ben Affleck thing. I think that would be really cool if uh, Ben Affleck directs something for DC. Uh, I think that his Batman's been the deadest thing for the DC universe for some time. Like the, the fact that they potentially have him cameoing in Aquaman two is cool, but it, that was never going to go anywhere beyond that. Even if they had kept anything resembling the Snyder verse intact. Um, Batman film Arkham Asylum game plot adaptation. 
I don't. I no. <laughs> I'm, I'll 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 kill that idea real quick. I think for a number of reasons. One, it's already been done. James Gunn is not want to repeat somebody else's work. Uh, will it resemble it in tone? Very potentially, but I there there's a lot more going on in the Arkham Asylum game then would make sense to try and shoehorn into a movie just on the surface even if it if even if James Gunn wasn't James Gunn I feel like that probably still wouldn't hold much water with uh, Zaslav and the produ- production staff over at uh, Warner Brothers Discovery because that's just a lot of busy work and not a whole lot of focus because it's a game you you're trying to uh, extend playtime by adding in a bunch of stuff. Yes, the, theoretically they could just do the main plot, but there—I don't know. It just there's a lot there, and I don't think they would really want to rehash something that somebody else has done. I think that's really what it boils down to. Um, but yeah, I I think Ben Affleck directing a DC film would be really cool. I mean, he's won a couple of Oscars for doing that, so why not let him? <laughs> Excuse me. Ghost streams rare 1969 performance of Mariana Cross. Yeah, because Ghost was alive in 1969. Kronos. Mike Patton fought off a drone. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I, I mean, that's all you really need is Mike Patton and the picture from the drone, presumably. <laughs> Under Oath, Periphery, and Loathe announced 2023 tour. Okay, so we got a lot of the... Oh. All right. There's there's things happening. All right. Music World. Let's let's talk. Avenged Sevenfold, Tool, Slipknot, and Pantera to uh, headline Welcome to Rockville. I love that you can see who the who the uh, drummer is just because he's the only one that doesn't look like he belongs. Even uh, Johnny Christ, as pocket sized as he is, looks more comfortable in this picture than their drummer. Anyway. Uh, Welcome to Rockville 2023 will take place between May 18th and May 21st at the Daytona International Speedway in Daytona Beach, Florida. Headliners for the four days include Avenged Sevenfold's first live show since 2018, seemingly in preparation for their new album. Their new album uh, is going to have something to do with NFTs, and so I would be very surprised if it does exceptionally well. (laughs) Uh, Tool, Slipknot, and now everywhere, Pantera. Support bands include everyone from Rob Zombie and Queens of Stone Age to Deftones and Evanescence. So let's go to the uh, announced lineups. Holy cow, man. Last year, this was this was one of the uh, two big festival things that uh, we covered that I felt like I was really missing out by not being able to be there. So let's talk about it again, shall we? Because apparently this year's shaping up to be something very similar. We have on the first day, May 18th, Slipknot headlining with uh, support from Zombie, Queens of the Stone Age. Pussifer is very high up on this list. Very interesting. Trivium, Bullet for My Valentine, Black Veil Bride, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, Nice, Avatar, Nice, Blackstone Cherry, meh, Converge, yes, please, they should be up here where Pussifer is, I feel like, 
Uh, Band Made, I don't know who the hell that is. Austin Mead, likewise. Straight from the Path, eh. Brutus, Rain City Drive. Uh, Bloodywood is surprisingly low on this list. Malevolence, one of the new bands up and coming that is definitely worth a listen. Those dudes freaking rock. Vended, uh, that's Corey Taylor's kid. Rivals, uh, Never Tell. Corey Taylor and Sean Crahan's kid. Never Tell, Widow 7, Conquer Divide, Butterside. Uh, day 2, May 19th, Avenged Sevenfold, uh, Evanescence, Hardy, I Prevail. Uh, there's so much mediocrity on the on day 2. Born of Osiris, there we go, there's something. Varials, those guys are alright. Tala is pretty good. Otto is actually pretty good as well. That is um, Robert Trujillo's son. Until I die, I don't know them. And then May twentieth, the big day. It looks like Pantera headlining. Godsmack, Alice Cooper, Chevelle, Alter Bridge. Good lord, that's about as good as it gets, though. Knocked loose. All right, we can get behind some knocked wolf. Not knocked loose. Yellow Wolf. Really? That seems severely out of place. Pop Evil. Oof. The Bronx. Hell yeah. Suicide Silence. Hell yeah. Horror. Meh. Uh, Malian, the Sons of Disaster. Kind of forgot they were touring again. Dead Poet Society, whatever. Hammerhead. And then the final day, May 21st, Tool, Deftones, Incubus, Mars, Volta, Coheed, Pennywise. Wow. And Ghostmane. So not as enticing as the 2022 lineup, but still some very interesting stuff on here. This this lineup for being the shortest is probably the most diverse and enticing. Uh, Coheed, maybe not, but Mars Volta, uh, put on a great show live. Incubus, say what you will, but also put on a great live show. Deftones is kind of in the same boat. Ghostmane, I have heard good things, but I've honestly never seen any even live videos from them. So very interesting lineup, man. So, Fal Angst streams Yarbo Remix, A Tale of Severance. Fal Angst is teamed up with legendary Yarbo for a remix of their track Severance. Interesting. If you've ever wondered what a light and airy version of Sun O's Black One might sound like. Oh, interesting. Might have to go on the reactions list. Chimera. All right, so... Chimera has announced that they're going to be doing two reunion shows. Uh, Chimera announced yesterday they'd reunite for two shows, May 12th and 13th, at the Agora in Cleveland, Ohio, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of The Impossibility of Reason, which was by far their largest record ever. This, of course, prompted a barrage of questions leveled at vocalist Mark Hunter on Twitter, asking what else Chimera have planned for 2023. The answer is very simple. Nothing. Hunter revealed in a quick FAQ-style tweet that Camara had no other touring plans, wasn't planning on playing any festival dates, and isn't doing a new album. Just the two shows next May, and that's it. Hunter also noted that Camara doesn't have any specific plans to film the show for a live release in the future, but also isn't ruling out ruling it out as a possibility. Lineup for both shows is uh, so Hunter, Rob Arnold, Matt. 
DeVries, bassist Jim LaMarca, and keyboardist Chris Spicuza, and drummer Austin DeMond. I think that drummer is the only band member that was not on the original recording session for uh, Impossibility of Reason. So that's pretty cool. May 12th show will be open by Integrity, State of Conviction. Uh, also, the 13th show will be Ringworm and Solipsis. Acacia Strain, new single, Sweets, Surprise, Yesu, release new album, Pity Piety. Phil Anselmo joined Sepultura on stage for a rise. Oh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Someone reimagined Ghosts Mariana Cross as a 1990s MTV Unplugged track. That's great. Chemist and Conjurer. That's cool. Conjurer and Wake. Really interesting to note that they are not playing in Colorado, which is where Chemis is from, but whatever. Huh. Interesting. Oh, I believe that is going to do it for today's show. Oh, Blue Ridge. That was the other piece. All right. So let's talk about Blue Ridge real quick, and then we'll we'll call it a stream. Thank you for sticking around, nerds, for all of the news. So Blue Ridge Rock Festival lineup so far this year uh, it is going to be taking place. Any dates? September 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. And so far, we have confirmed. We have Viola Valo, I believe is how I was told his first name is pronounced, uh, will be his first solo performance, Dayseeker Tech 9. This is, generally speaking, a more diverse lineup every year than something like uh, the Welcome to Rockville. So the fact that Tech 9 is on here, not really that Crazy Flyleaf reuniting with Lacey Sturm. I believe we actually talked about this already. Uh, that that piece of it, at least. Uh, CKY Tantric, very interesting. I didn't realize those guys were still playing together. Born of Osiris again. Escape the fate. Escape the fate. Bear Tooth. Ghost Inside, Dropout Kings, Ginger, Pantera, Taproot is reuniting for this. A lot of reunions. Uh, first Finger 11 show in the U.S. since 2016. Interesting. Another reunion for Woe Is Me. Cold will be playing The Year of the Spider from front to back. That's awesome. Adema, again, the, we talked about their reunion a few months back. And another reunion in Coal Chamber. This is going to be a huge show as well. Blue Ridge Rock Festival uh, is taking place in Virginia, I believe. Again, September 7th through the 10th. Super, super exciting couple of years for music these two these two years have been, as evidenced by big shows like this when you have just crazy awesome music coming out. So all of that being said, I really appreciate you nerds sticking around. Uh, let's get here. 
Thank you very much, nerds, for showing up and and, and and interacting and 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 all of you who are listening or watching in post. I appreciate you as well. We will do this again next week, uh, the following week. Like I said, the twenty eighth. If if anything, it'll probably be a shorter show than normal. I don't know that it'll be a non-existent show, but there is that possibility. So stay tuned to the community page over on the Generally Nerdy YouTube channel. And yeah, uh, we will see you guys next week. I'm not going to promise any other content in, in the meantime, because I kind of am in crunch mode right now for getting ready for the next season. So as it stands, uh, that's where we are. Thank you very much, nerds, for everything. We will see you again next time. Before we go, always, always remember that if it's generally nerdy, it's probably here.